I'm just going to use my mom as an example. I know she okay. watches this podcast. Oh, she's, nice. She's very, very I'm Dr. Allie's mom. It's me, Kevin. <laughs> I gently pushed her to get a hearing test. If only she had a doctor in the family. I mean, right? Yeah. You know, and mom, correct me if I'm wrong. but And she, she will. Oh, she will. Welcome to the Ask an Audiologist podcast, real audiology white papers written by real audiologists and explained to you by a real audiologist and a guy who isn't. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Ali Tresider and Kevin Zener. Welcome back to another episode of Ask an Audiologist. I'm Kevin Zener. I'm Dr. Ali Tresider. Today, Dr. Ali and I will be discussing a question posed by Dr. Taylor Shabbat of Atlantic Hearing Care. And the question is this, do you need a prescription for a hearing aid? Now, I actually thought I knew the answer to this prior to reading the article. And then I read the article and I found out that I was wrong. Now, I wasn't like wrong, wrong. You were just partially wrong. I was partially wrong, but I was still wrong. So your answer was yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Or was it it no? It was, it was no. (laughs) The answer was no. I mean, I had a 50-50 shot. The answer was definitely no. I okay. said, prescription for a hearing aid, get out of here under no circumstances. <laughs> but then I was like, but you still need like a doctor referral for that, right? Like a doctor needs to be able to like look at you and say, this is what you need for your level of hearing loss. So you need it. But then I was like, but but then I was like, well, is somebody actually writing on a piece of paper? That's where for I sure. got lost in the sauce. So Dr. Alley, this question now, do you need a prescription for a hearing aid? For the very first time ever, the answer to that actually is no. You don't Mm. need a prescription to just go and get a hearing aid. Got it. Now, that is a broad strokes answer. Sure. Now, first, to address your confusion about... My 50-50 answer. Yeah, the 50-50. So prescription, I I think when people think prescription, they think I'm going to Walgreens to pick up my heart medication, right? Yes. That's, That's where my brain went. Right? So when we say prescription... In the audiology world, what we're referring to is, um, you know, getting a full diagnostic hearing test where the hearing care professional has taken into account, you know, exactly what the hearing test showed us, but then your lifestyle and 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 areas you're having trouble. And, and they take all this information and compile it and say, here is what you need for your hearing loss, mm-hmm. right? And so that, that recommendation is essentially the prescription, but got they, they've got the the objective data in the hearing test to back it up, Okay. right? And so when I say that you actually don't need a prescription, it's because we now, as of late last year, have OTCs yes. over the counters. So you actually don't need a prescription for those. However, a big caveat with those is they are for, and I quote, self-perceived mild to moderate hearing loss, mm-hmm. and they are a one-size-fit-all solution. Got it. Okay, so... Really, there's no conversation about style or what they look like um, or anything like that because it's one size fits all and it's self-perceived mild to moderate hearing loss. Now, I can tell you, I'm just going to use my mom as an example. I know she watches this podcast. Oh, nice. I'm Dr. Allie's mom. It's me, Kevin. (laughs) So my mom, who I love very much, um, she would have probably described her hearing loss as mild to moderate. Okay. Now, I gently pushed her to get a hearing test. If only she had a doctor in the family. I mean, right? Yeah. But I pushed her to get a hearing test. Well, let me just, 
Mom, the first time you got a hearing test, you mm-hmm. like you quit like halfway through because the booth was too small. So I mean, like this is we bonded. I'm just gonna I'm, sit, I'm gonna sit this one out, Doctor <laughs> Ali's mom. I'm just gonna let you two run this podcast right now. Um, no, but really, so she went and got a hearing test, and her her hearing loss is actually severe. It goes oh, wow. from uh, mild in the low pitches, but it is severe in the high pitches. And I think you know, and Mom, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but and she, she will. Oh, she will. Uh, she would have described it as just a small hearing loss. There are just some things that she misses. And so therein lies some of the danger of an OTC is, you know, self-perceived. How do you know how to make an assessment about a hearing loss when, you know, there's no baseline for you to really compare to. It's just what you are present day, right? And so there's that piece. Another piece is that OTCs, if you decide, hey, I'm just going to go buy one, see how it goes. You have to be very proficient with the smartphone. Because mm. that's how you're going to quote unquote fit the hearing aid for sure. you. Because right, you need different different gain or volume for different frequencies. Yeah. And so you're just using your smartphone, which is not calibrated, um, to kind of fit the best that you can. Right. And then the last piece is if you're doing this on your own, it's very possible you're missing something medical. A lot of hearing losses are caused by something medical, and sometimes it's temporary. Oh. So it could be something as simple as wax in the ear, uh, but it could be an ear infection. Even if you don't have pain, it could be uh, tympanosclerosis or um, kind of a hardening or scarring of the eardrum. It could be otosclerosis, which is kind of like a hardening or fusing of those bones in the middle ear. Okay. And all of those things are actually treatable, right? And so it's, it's important to, at the very least, go and get your hearing tested, get that prescription. Yeah. What you do with it is up to you. But at least get the prescription so you know, you know, what is the cause of this hearing loss? Is it something super benign or is it something I should really see a physician about? So, I mean, we have, you and I have talked about OTCs before on this podcast and there's a conversation that happens, you know, ubiquitously without this industry. The the major difference is you can go buy an over-the-counter hearing aid and and with the best of intentions, you can fail miserably at it because there are so many unknown variables. The best thing for anybody is to at least darken the door of an audiology professional because not only can they just run a battery of of hearing exams on you, they can peek in that ear and be like, my guy, you don't actually don't have any hearing loss. You just have a ton of earwax in there, right? And so now you're not throwing good money after bad if they just clean out your ear or if they decide that in fact you're it's just a, a, an idea that you have bad hearing you actually have really good hearing mm-hmm. and now if you feel like you need to go get something like an OTC that might be more cost prohibitive that's on you and you can then work it out but you're essentially flying blind without right. that without at least seeing an audiology professional first right and something important to note is is there are audiology services that are not covered by insurance. Mm. However, most insurances will cover a diagnostic hearing test. Okay. And so really, even if you're like, hey, OTCs are where I'm going, I'm set on that. Mm-hmm. Again, darken the door, right, sure. of, of the audiology practice. Just get that objective diagnostic piece yeah. of the puzzle um, just to make sure that you're you're not doing any harm, right? Sure. So. Because my, the, the idea is, listen, we live in like kind of a, a DIY culture where we're all somewhat comfortable doing things within our own ability. Right. But like when it comes to to literal medical things, mm-hmm. stuff that is meant to help you. And, and we know that 
hearing loss can be directly related to dementia or Alzheimer's and, and cognitive right. decline and social isolation, like really big things. Right. The idea that you can just kind of Google it and run a self-test and then put things in your ears and then program it on your iPhone and think you're good to go mm-hmm. is is rather dangerous. Right. And the way, so when I look at, at patients and I kind of try to classify like who is who is the patient that will opt for an OTC? Mm-hmm. Who is the patient that will go through and get an, you know, go to an audiologist and get a prescription? Yeah. I kind of categorize them really one is a patient and one is a consumer. So it's important to ask yourself sure. as a patient, you know, your hearing healthcare, are you, are you simply a consumer or do you want to be a patient? Yeah. And so, you know, when you go to an audiologist and you get a prescription for hearing aids and they fit those hearing aids, there are all sorts of things they do to make sure that those hearing aids are exactly right for you. One of those things being real ear measures, which mm-hmm. we put a microphone in your ear, right? And we're measuring to make sure that the sound that's going into your ear with the hearing aid is in fact what it is supposed to be. Because uh, I don't know if you know this, but just by the bends in your ear canal, you have different resonances. A oh, lot okay. of times it happens at like 4,000 hertz. Sure. And so just the anatomy of someone's ear can change how loud or quiet something is. Even though on the computer, we think we're giving out you know, whatever volume, Mm -hmm. it may not actually be that at the eardrum. And so we do all of this testing to make sure it really matches the prescription, which is really important when it comes to understanding speech. I was also watching an earwax uh, removal video the other day and and the ear canal was so small on this patient. I thought to myself, that's another reason you need a doctor is because they need to be able to properly fit the physical hardware to what your body is providing them. So, I mean, you can have you know, big ear canals, small ear canals, medium Mm -hmm. ear canals. And if you're just going to, you know, buy something over the counter and have no earthly idea what your actual ear canal needs in that moment, you're you're still going to get a bad result. Right. I mean, it all comes back to one size fits all. I mean, every single patient is different. So, Well, to learn more about your unique needs as it relates to your hearing loss, please visit askanaudiologist.com and for Dr. Ali and, and, and Dr. Ali's mom, you know, we appreciate everybody who listens love to you, this. Mom. And we love that we had a little family <laughs> therapy moment yes. here too. Yes. Dr. Ali, great as always. Thanks, Kev. We'll see you guys next week, especially Ali's mom. <laughs> you can find more information at askanaudiologist.com. And you can follow us on all our social channels at askanaudiologist. The information provided on this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice.